0: Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan, and today's guest is entrepreneur, podcaster, Adam Carswell. Adam, welcome to the
1: show. David, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, man, uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day to uh, share your knowledge and wisdom with me and my listeners. Uh, We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know you and I, uh, we first connected over, over LinkedIn, I believe there might be another background that I'm missing here, but I'm pretty sure that's it. So it's always fun to, uh, start a conversation.
0: Nah, nah, we, we that. actually connected, um, through one of my, uh, other, um, podcast guests, uh, Yona Weiss on a, uh, on the, that 10 day challenge he had. So, uh,
1: there we go. That,
0: yep. that was how that's we it. got connected. So, um, Adam, give my, give my listeners a little bit of your background, how you got into real estate and what you're, what you're working on now.
1: Sure. So uh, I'll just paint the whole picture here really, really quick. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. I was there for the first 18 years of my life. Moved to Western Pennsylvania for college where uh, I studied at Westminster, Westminster College, played basketball and ran track there for four years as well undergrad was in journalism. So me being on a microphone in front of a camera is is really no surprise. <laughs> and then I continued my studies in Belize, Central America, where I got my master's degree in business administration. Uh, while there, I played and coached basketball as well. And I thought that I was actually going to stay in Belize, but just had a few things happen in life and, and also had uh Student loans from undergrad because thankfully my MBA was a uh, was a scholarship, but my undergrad student loans were kind of getting ready to start being paid off, and the money I was making as a basketball coach in Belize would have been nice if I was living a debt free life. But you know, I had to get back to the, to the U.S. Basically, um, so started with Sherwin Williams, the paint company, um, managed stores for them in the Washington D.C. area for two years. Realized that I really really liked my job, but. There was a little bit of a lack of freedom and potential to. Um, I always just say this, just to paint the picture, to become a billionaire one day. Um, you know, I had a lot of successful people leading me in, in the company, but I know if I really wanted to just maximize my full potential, which you know, again, is subjective. But I just, again, I like to reference it to dollars because it's just easier. So, becoming a billionaire one day, really, you got to get into technology or real estate, from just what I observed. And so um, I got into real estate the only way that I knew how in 2017, and that was by getting my real estate license. And I became a realtor with Remax, did that for two years, and then started going down the commercial, commercial rabbit hole, um, actually really near the end of 2017, but didn't hit it hard or necessarily full-time until a little over a year ago when I started working uh, directly with Concordia Realty and ASIM Capital, who I currently, uh, I guess you could say, work for right now. Uh at ASIM, I'm a business development manager and Concordia, I'm a director. And I really just handle a lot of media marketing, investor relations, and strategic positioning for both firms. Um and it's all digital, it's all virtual. So that's a direction we could possibly go at this conversation as well. Currently based out of the first city that the sun rises on in North America every day. St. John's in Newfoundland, Canada. And uh yeah, it's a lot of a lot of fun and a good life.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to dig in on that. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, the, the first one that, that comes to mind is, um, h- how exactly, um, how, with, what's your day kind of look like with it, with working remote like that? Um, you know, how, how's that fit in and, and how does that, uh, you know, how, how does that really work for you?
1: Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, I'll just say for me personal personally, I love it. And um, I think I'm very disciplined by nature. So, working remotely or having to hold myself responsible to get certain things done is, uh, you know, it, it works for me. I've seen some individuals who they work remotely or work from home and they either get bored, they feel like they need to be around people, they watch too much TV or Instagram or sleep too much. So, um, I guess um, to get back to your question, which is what does it look like for me? Um, you know, normally I will either work out or go for a walk to start my day. And um, from there, I have a a checklist that I follow. Um, And this is, it's a little bit old school, but I used to use my iPhone calendar all the time to keep myself organized in regards to the tasks and calls, meetings, whatever that I had to do throughout the day. And I started realizing sometimes um, maybe a certain task, I wouldn't accomplish it within that time frame, And by the end of the day, if I didn't do it, I kind of have this feeling of like, Mm Uh, I guess you could say failure or like, like I didn't accomplish the goal and I would really beat myself up. And so I started doing is just writing down a daily checklist before each day and um, really just focusing and zoning in and executing that checklist instead of worrying about doing it during a specific time during the day. Now, obviously you and I, we have a phone call right now. So like I made sure that I'm ready and on time for that, but I've got other tasks that I'm going to do throughout the day. And you know whether I get them all done by three PM or three AM. For the most part, it doesn't matter. You get it done, and then uh, you just rinse and repeat. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that's that's my system. It's a little bit old school, but it works. I,
0: I just just because it's a little old school doesn't mean that it works. You know, uh, <laughs> I I've, I had a um, you, you know I back when I was looking for a CO, um you know CSM uh, or CRM. Uh, you know, they were, I was like, well, you know, who's, you know, who's, which one to use, you know, which, you know, what program should I use to make sure I get all these client relations and I have them on a calendar and I can map them out. And the best piece of advice I got was you pick the one that you'll use. So, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's old school, whether, you know, you're using a paper calendar or you're using your iPhone or, However, it is to me, the most important fact is, is it's one that you use, Um, you know, that's, that's the most important part of all that is, is you have stuff, you have tasks that you need to get completed during the day. And, you know, whether you're old school, new school, whatever, you know, just find something that works for you and use it. I mean, you know, whether it's old school or not, you know, it Mm -hmm. works and that's the big key right there. Exactly. Um, so, what are you uh, what are you focused on and the uh, in your real estate realm? What's uh, what, what are you working on now? For with that,
1: I'd say my my primary focus or, or service so far, because um, again, as I mentioned, I've been doing this for the past year. Really, I guess you could say full time is uh, building investor relations um, and networking. And a lot of that for me comes through LinkedIn. Um, again, that's Essentially, really, you know, I know we mentioned it earlier. We met on LinkedIn through that ten day challenge. and so um I'll use this as an example right now. One thing that we teach at Asim capital is a uh, is a mentorship program for individuals looking to really just increase their commercial real estate investing background in knowledge, um due diligence, et cetera. And so I made a post on LinkedIn uh, maybe a week ago or so. And actually I reposted it today. Now that I think about it, and basically the post was to highlight or draw interest to this program in, in hopes that, you know, people would check it out and who knows, maybe even apply. And so that post went up and next thing, you know, I think it generated at least four or five applications, um, which now we have those systematized and I follow up with those individuals and we get them prepared and potentially ready to take the course. But, um, I, this happens to me sometimes too I'll start answering a question and the next thing you know I'm like not directly to the point but uh, I think what I was trying to say is it's amazing to me how I can make that post now and it can generate leads and I look back like two years ago or even three years ago when I hardly knew anything about commercial real estate and just would never be able to have success with that type of uh, information sharing so really growing an investor relations base for, Really for myself, but then also simultaneously for ASIM and Concordia is what I do on a daily basis, um, and then I also, like I mentioned, manage a lot of media marketing on behalf of uh, both companies as well.
0: Awesome, yeah. And 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 LinkedIn is, uh, you know, any of my listeners out there, whether it's real estate or if you're just listening and, and you're in a different field, whatever it is, the power of LinkedIn, especially right now, is. Amazing. And the amount of organic reach and the amount of people that you can get in contact with is, is just, it's amazing. I mean, it, it's a platform that especially if you're in this type of field, um, really, if you're in business, I, I mean, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whether you sell widgets, or you sell real estate, or, you know, in property management, you know, whatever it is, even if you're a plumber, or electrician, you know, whatever it is, you, really need to be on that platform because there's just so much just free advertisement. I mean, you know, free, you, you know, you, all you have to do is just hop on and throw a little bit of value out there and people see that you're throwing out a little bit of value and it's like, it just starts snowballing real, real quick. So, you yep. know, you know, my, my big suggestion to any of the listeners out there is if you're not on LinkedIn, you really, really need to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I meet individuals that are working in the professional world and they don't have a LinkedIn, it's getting to a point now where I kind of just have to really <laughs> scratch my head and be like, Oh, you should get on there. Like that'll really help you out. Make a, make an account, make a profile. Now,
0: Yeah. 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 And it's like, look, you don't have to be on there a whole lot. I mean, you know, throw, you know, if you're on uh you know, if you're on a half hour, two or three times a week, just enough to get on there. And, you know, post a little bit of, you know, something Oh, you know, make a little post of that puts out some sort of value out there that, you know, just educate people, you know, don't do it in a salesy, you know, this is what I want to do. I need a customer, need a customer. Don't be needy about it, but just throw a little bit of free education out there. You know, it, it just, you know, share a little bit about what you do and the benefits of what you do and why people, you know, should be looking towards, what it is that you do. And you'll be amazed at the 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 reach that you can get and, you know, just how much, how much, uh, how much benefit you can get out of that little bit of, you know, like if you spend, you know, an hour, an hour and a half in a week on LinkedIn, it's amazing how much, you know, how much reach that really has.
1: Exactly. And one thing I've seen a few LinkedIn influencers do as well and this is you could probably replicate this on different social media platforms but maybe you're already really big on using Facebook or Instagram for your business use leverage your reach on other platforms to build up your LinkedIn following or vice versa if you're already big on LinkedIn leverage and use links or you know however you see fit drive people to your other social media platform pages And next thing you know, then you've really got a nice big snowball rolling.
0: Oh, definitely. I I mean, you know, LinkedIn and, well, with with my podcast, I mean, you know, linking, you know, posting links that, you know, mention, you know, this is, here's a new episode. And, you know, I, I went a couple episodes without posting, you know, on the day that they dropped. And, you know, I noticed that the listenership dropped, you know, when I did, when I didn't do that, but it picked right back up, you know, when I started doing it again. So, you know, it, yeah, it's definitely be on there, you know, share your, you know, it, we're in a day and age where no, you don't need to be on social media four or five hours a day. But I think, you know, really you, you have to have at least some presence and some time on there and just to take advantage of the free, uh, you know, the, the free networking that you're going to get and the free reach that you're going to get. But, you know, if you're not taking advantage of, you know, having that time, uh, you you know, taking advantage of that time and being on social media, you're, you're really missing some avenues that you could have.
1: Absolutely. One thing too, that I just remembered, I guess this is a little bit of a a marketing plug for uh, for me but you know it's it's free value it's free information at the end of the day just want to let anyone listening right now know if you are a relatively new to LinkedIn or a beginner or don't have a a profile yet myself and a good friend of mine salvatore flight put together um, a four module video series on how to take your LinkedIn from 0 to 100 to 100 so uh, if anyone listening right now is interested in that, David, I'm sure you'll put my email or something in the show notes. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Adam show, at we'll have carswell.io. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely
0: cool. have all that contact information, and I'll get you to re re give that again at you know towards the end of the episode too, just to make sure that everybody who wants to reach out to you has um, has that that ability to to reach out to you. Um, since we're we're on that. Um, give us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about your podcast. So, uh, you know, so my listeners know, uh, you you know, know what else to, uh, to, to click, click and listen to.
1: Sure. So dream chasers interviews with the future. Uh, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Now the word career, I should say is, is also a little bit subjective. And what I mean by that. Sometimes I'll have somebody on, for example, who is only three, four or five years deep into their professional career. You know, maybe they're only 26 years old, but I also will have individuals on the show sometimes who are even, I, I don't know, I think I might've even had someone who was like 70 on the show before, but the project that he was working on is only two years old. So we like to highlight individuals who have a unique business, project, career, idea, That's really promising in the early days just to bring it to light and show like, hey, get ready because, you know, this is coming. And uh, so that's Dream Chasers. I will say the majority of our guests tend to gravitate towards the commercial real estate or investing sphere. However, um, we do bring in a pretty diverse group all together. I just had a pop artist on a week or two ago had a college student, uh, someone who's getting ready to graduate college on, um, but we we do have a lot of people, David, who I'd say are, are more in our network, like Yona, uh, um, and, you know, syndicators and multifamily investors. Those tend to be our guests, but definitely not 100%.
0: Well, I I, I think in, in all industries, even if you're, you know, if you're, Interviewing movers and shakers, um, you know, whether they're, uh, you know, whether they're 16 or or 70, uh, you know, I I think all, uh, especially if somebody's out there and they're doing to me, that's, that's the biggest key is, is if somebody is doing something, especially like you said, you know, on the innovative side, whether that's in real estate, or if it's, you know, in, in a different field, a different venue, there's, just having those interviews and having those conversations with people who have that drive and that energy, um, you know, and just listening to people who have that drive and energy. There's that synergy there that they just share that, you know, it helps all of us, you know, push forward and, and you know, just go, wow, cool. I, I listened to that. That was an amazing, you know, that was ma- amazing. Had nothing to do with what I'm doing, but just knowing that there's somebody out there that is just crushing it and, you know, they're getting up and they're not letting, you know, they're not letting stuff get in their way. You know, that's that's just an inspiration to the rest of us of like, look, if you're not crushing it, or or even if you are just, you know, it's it's always nice to have that little bit of inspiration just to, to push you a little bit harder, a little bit farther. So, you know, wh- whether it's in commercial real estate, or if it's in a different thing, there's still a lot of value there, just knowing somebody's out there, you, you know, knowing what somebody's working on. And you never know where you know, because commercial real estate's so broad, you know, even a relationship with somebody who is in, in music, you never know where their lessons will be applicable to what you're going through now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I think that being able to, Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, being able to motivate yourself, daily is It's something that we need Um, I, I'm trying to remember the quote here. It was uh, I think it's like t- Daily motivation is kind of like taking a bath like you don't just go get yourself motivated once a month like you need to find ways to Really motivate yourself every day. Just like taking a shower every day. Yeah, and so um, You know, that's that's one thing that I definitely look for in life and hosting a podcast I'm sure you've noticed this too. It's a lot easier to continuously stay motivated when you are having conversations with movers and shakers.
0: Oh, definitely. I I, I mean, that's, that's the thing, you know, um, I mean, that's one of the reasons that keeps me doing the podcast besides being able to interview movers and shakers is, you know, that's the other part, you know, that was what got me through those early stages because I don't know about you, but you know, when you're first starting off the podcast, it's like, sometimes it's a grind, you know, and especially it's a grind when, you know you put your heart and soul into an episode and you you know it, it, it's like oh wow there wasn't a whole lot of people listen to that you know and that could be a little soul, soul crushing at times but then you you realize it's like no it, it it look at re-listen to the episode and it's like well you know some people are missing out on this but that really inspired mm-hmm. me there's just so much energy and it's like it's so cool to be able to you know talk to and, and, and network with people who are doing so, some ama- really amazing things and just being able to to feed off of their vibe and go, all right, cool, I'm, I'm pushing through and there's my motivation, you know, and it's like, that's just so cool. Not to mention, you know, the the educational part of, you know, it, it's just amazing that I've had, you know, uh, you're, you're my 50th guest and, right. you know, being able to, you know, thinking back and looking back at all the education and all that I've learned from my guests it's, it's an amazing thing. So, you know, yeah. And I love the motivation factor of that, you know, and listening. And then I've, you know, and then I, I, you know, through meeting other guests, you know, it picks up new podcasts to listen to and, you know, and you just be able to feed off and and get more energy that way. But yeah, the the podcast has been amazing and the guests have been even more amazing in in my opinion. And I'm pretty sure you've probably had about that same thing of like these guests are just, you know, they just keep giving and it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You never know what's going to lead to what. And as long as you just keep at it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. No other word to use for what it can do for yourself and for your network. Even if you are the only one who ever listens to the episode, you still at the end of the day had that conversation and it still impacted you and that guest. So, um, it reminds me, speaking of starting a podcast, I'm actually having a phone call in a couple of days with our buddy, Yona Weiss, um, which is going to be more of an informational call. I think we're going to record it. So a little sneak peek for everyone on how to launch your own podcast, because Yona is getting closer and closer to it. And uh, for everyone listening right now, it's just, it's insanely easy. And you don't really have to be <laughs> good at speaking in the first place to do it. You just have to have guts. And um, just to keep it short here, if you want to get started on your own podcast, just just go to anchor.fm and they really make it user friendly for anyone who's ready to make that leap.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, it, it just go out there. It's, um, you know, record some. And, and even if, um, you know, get a guest, book a guest. You know, if you want to start a podcast, the first thing you need to do is book a guest, and you'll be amazed at how much that lights a fire under you to figure out the whole rest of it. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's like, look, just take that step, that step of faith and go, uh, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. I want to interview you in two weeks. It's amazing what throwing that out there, what, you know, because that was how I started was, you know, I was like, um, I want to start a podcast and you know, I had a name for it. And that was about it. And it kind of sat on the shelf for, for, you know, probably a month and a half, two months. And, you know, I just was, you know, just sitting there hemming and hauling. And then all of a sudden I reached out and I said, you know, I asked for some guests and I had somebody say yes. And it was like, well, um, now I need to figure this out. And it's amazing what type of, uh, you know, when you when you give yourself that hard deadline, it's like, well, this is, it's an accountability partner. When you, when you have that first person say, yeah, I'll be your guest. Well, there's your accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're expecting you to be, on the air and recording something by a said set certain date. And, you know, and you just keep doing that and you keep recording episodes. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's like, wow, um, that episode went really well. Um, you know, it just, this rolled off way, way easier than episode number one. But, um, you know, episode one is better than episode none.
1: <laughs> so, you <laughs> yeah.
0: know, just, just, just just if if that's what you want to do, book a guest and, and you'll, you'll get it figured out pretty quick.
1: Absolutely. And you just reminded me of another great quote and it's either Theodore Roosevelt or Henry Ford, one of those guys, it was basically, you know, if you're given a task or asked to do something, just say yes and do it. Even if you don't know how to do it, just say yes and, and you'll figure out a way to, you know, to do it. And, um, my example for that, something that I'm working on here in St. John's and I'll, I'll do my best to make this quick, but i um, have kind of unlocked some, some hidden DJ potential within me recently. So I started, uh, this is going to sound funny, but started DJing events using Spotify for the time being um, on Sundays. And next thing, you know, got an opportunity to do the same thing on Mondays. And now we just started doing one on Saturdays and it's just like, I I don't even this coming Saturday is gonna be our first saucy Saturday and I have no idea for the most part What it's gonna look like. I'm just gonna show up and you know, give everyone and everything my all and That's continuously just from my life experience been the best way to succeed or grow is just say yes, and just do it. I mean, you actually do have to learn how to say no many times as well. But in in general, if you're looking to grow, just say yes, even if you don't know how to do it, and just do it, give it your best shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that committing to do it, whether you know how to or not, you know. And, you know, and at the end of the day, are you probably going to be perfect that first time? No. Um, But whether you know how to do it now or not, you're not going to be perfect that first time. You're, you know, you're probably not going to be, perfect at time number 10 but you know you can't get to time number 10 you can't get to you know episode 50 until you turn it on and you (laughs) you spit out episode number one i mean it's the only Mm -hmm. way you know it's like look um you know whatever whoever your 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 hero is you know it's like look uh you know jordan you know, Michael Jordan didn't become the best in, best in basketball by just rolling over one morning, you know, right. he didn't just roll over and all of a sudden he was the best in the world. No, he worked it and worked it and worked it and put in a lot of time and effort, you know, so you always can refine your craft and you'll probably never, you know, you'll always be like, well, you know, that was really good, but then you'll, you know, you'll go, well, that was the best I could do today, but let me see if I can just do it a little bit better tomorrow and you know so it's it's never going to be perfect but you're never you know if you wait till you're if you try to wait till you're perfect you'll never get it done you'll never even start because perfection takes practice
1: yeah very well said that that could be the quote for the uh <laughs> for the interview as well
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean i mean just you know, whatever. And, and that doesn't, you know, that's not just for podcasts that's for pretty much everything in life. You know, it's like, look, just because you don't know how to do it, you know, set yourself up, commit to doing it. And then if you don't know how to do it, it'll make you go figure out how to do it. It'll make you start asking questions and finding the people, uh, you know, finding the people that you need to connect with and need to learn with to find out how to do stuff. You know, you'll start asking questions and you'll start educating yourself. And then you'll grow into whatever it is you said yes. And you know, it and even if you completely bomb and fail, well, it's not really a failure, it's an education. Um, you know, if uh you know, if you're horrible the first time out, well, you just learned three, four or five things. Uh, you know, if you messed up four or five things, well, you just found out four or five things that didn't work, you know? So it's uh, we'll figure out how to replace those and put something in that spot that does work.
1: Yep. Yep, exactly.
0: Well, Adam, um, getting a little long on the episode, so we'll start to wrap it up here. How do you like to give back to your community?
1: Best way I've, How I enjoy giving back, I would say, is oftentimes really through um, guesting individuals on my show, Uh, as I kind of explained, and then go back to the first episode, but I'll use this first episode as an example. I just had a really good friend of mine that I went to college with released um, an EP. There's an electronic music EP, which happens to be my favorite genre. And I was just like, oh my goodness, like I had no idea you were this good. And I was like, the world needs to hear how good you are. Um, How can I help? (laughs) And so that's really where the first ever episode of Dream Chasers came into existence. And at the time, I didn't even really consider it a podcast. I wasn't, I wasn't labeling it a podcast. But uh, as time went by, I started to notice, okay, uh, the people in my network, the people that are close to me or just, you know, people that I care about in general, a great way to make them feel good, get their face out there. And, hey, you know, what the heck, get my name and my face out there at the same time is through uh, through podcasting. So I definitely view Dream Chasers as a service project, which I also believe could turn into something much more one day. Um, And then, you know, outside of that, uh, I have no preference in giving. If someone needs help or needs a little bit of service, just reach out to me. Let me know what the project is that you're working on. and I'll do everything that I can to add value.
0: Awesome, awesome, man. Um, well, let's go back over. Uh if my listeners want to reach out to you, what's uh what's the best way for them to uh, get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, single best way, I would say. Um I did mention my email in there earlier, so I'll say it again. It's Adam at carswell.io <laughs> I o. I is in Idaho, O is in Ohio. And uh you can also just go to my website which is carswell.io and that's got all of my social media links and everything there as well. Um, When it comes to commercial real estate investing too, I guess I just kind of want to throw this out there one more time. At ASIM, we're focused on mobile home parks, self-storage facilities and uh, workforce housing. We currently have a workforce housing fund that is active, which is performing very well. So if you are an accredited investor and listening to this message right now, and you want to know a little bit more about that, feel free to just shoot me an email. Um, And then same goes for Concordia Realty. We are retail real estate focused operators. um, And we really look to add value to B and C class properties across the US and have a lot of very interesting things that we're excited about. So if you're looking to diversify into retail, I'm your guy.
0: Awesome, man. Adam, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and hopping on the show. Um, and Until the next time we get to speak, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, David, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. See you next time.